and welcome to Kawush! Today uh, we are talking about The Sentinel, which is Season 5, Episode 20. And the description is as follows. Well, first of all, the description is not the correct description, because I forgot the, the little booklet at home. Yep. So we are using the description from the uh, Illustrated Companion instead. We looked up the IMDb description, but apparently it wasn't funny, so... No. And I, when I say we, I say I mean Marcus. <laughs> I don't know about that. It's it's my decision that it's not funny. If you think it's funny, I'm the one who's in the wrong. Yep. Anyway, this description. The dastardly gold are at it again, trying to barge in and take over a planet. But the indigenous inhabitants believe their super shield sentinel device will protect them. Unfortunately, the nerds at the NID have been up to their dirty tricks and scuppered said device. Things look bleak until SG-1 enlist, enlist the help of two convicted criminals. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> the nerds at NID? Yep. <laughs> the dastardly Guarul? Yep. <laughs> I mean, they're not wrong. No? In what's happening, I no. suppose. I just got so caught up in the wording that I didn't really, like, contemplate, like, think about if what they were saying was correct. <laughs> but I think it was. Yeah, it, it was correct. But, yes, the wording was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so basically the NID screwed up a device that's been protecting a planet for... Hundreds ages. of years. Yeah. And um, the um, Dargate program people... Hammond. Who? Someone wants to do something about it. Who is it that wants to do something about it? Well, I mean, SDU-9 was on this planet to restore, not communications, camaraderie. Diplo diplomacy. Diplomatic relations? Relations. That was the... Uh -huh. That's why I wanted to start that word with a C. They wanted to have intercourse with them. Yes. <laughs> that was an entirely different episode you were watching. <laughs> anyway, uh -huh. SG-9 is there to re-establish relations with this planet, and then the gold attack, and the Sentinel doesn't protect them as it was supposed to, and then they need to fix that. Interesting thing. Mm -hmm. The previously to this episode... It's very confusing. Yeah, and it's fibbed. It's what... The the two characters from the NID that we that are in this episode yeah. was never in the previous episode. So uh... those scenes where you see them being arrested was shot when they made this episode because they couldn't get any of the actors from the other episode to come back and, and do oh these people. Oh my god, I knew I didn't recognize them. <laughs> yeah? I mean, I recognized one of them, but not from Stargate. Yeah, so that is a way you can use previously. You can lie to your audience. Oh my god, it wasn't previously! No! <laughs> we have been manipulated! Yes! Yeah, so um, we usually rate these, don't we? Yes, we do. Why do we do that? I hate rating things. Let's stop rating things. <laughs> yeah. We can rate the episode, I think yeah. that's fun. But yeah. But, yeah. yeah, no. yeah. You can just make fun of the description. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and now, all of you who just been waiting for us to rate the description, you must be sad. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so we open up to Colonel Neil trying to hand this in his report. 
Yeah. It's just a few days late. Yeah. And Hammond not looking at him at all. Yeah. Hammond is ignoring him. She's rude. Yeah. I suppose. And then Colonel O'Neill is hurt and asks what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and Hammond informs him and us that SG9 is late. Yep. They're 11 hours late, which I would have tried to contact them earlier than 11 hours after their check-in. Yeah, I feel like in any... They're, they're military and granted this should be a safe planet... But if you don't check in when you're supposed to... No planet is safe! Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would wait maybe half an hour. Yeah. But, yeah. It's not like it's gonna... I was gonna say it's not gonna cost them anything, and then I tried to think about how much it costs them to open the gate. And yeah. And that's probably very expensive. Probably. But... We also don't know, actually, that this was the first time they tried to contact them. They might have opened hmm. the gate half an hour after the fact and sure maybe and just not gotten a and then response. they said let's come back in ten and a half hours and see if they've yeah. changed their minds about talking to us yeah and then Hammond summons SG-1 to have a briefing and I don't remember anything from the briefing they were talking about the sentinel and they were reading the the report from Colonel Greaves about Colonel Greaves was the Convicted criminal they didn't have to work with. Uh, oh, yeah. And they were reading his report. That was like where they said, where he said that they never granted them access to the Sentinel. Mm. But then Daniel says that they, and obviously they couldn't be lying. Oh, yeah. And then Teal'c <laughs> was like, I think they were lying. Yep. There's some great one liners in this episode. Yeah. Who wrote it? Ron Wilkerson. I can't say that I recognize that name. No, me neither. No. Oh yeah, and then they uh, reach the conclusion that they need to go and talk to these NID people, the nerds. Yes. Uh, according to the description, uh-huh. uh, yes. that were on the planet last time. Yeah. And did something to the Sentinel, probably. Yeah, and that have now been arrested. So Colonel O'Neill has to go to the prison to talk to Colonel Greaves. And that's fun. Yeah. He's very grumpy. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. No. It's very weird. And then basically it's, I'm not going to help you. Oh, okay, uh, then I'm just going to go and talk to the other person. Okay, fine, I'll help you, but I want my sentence commuted. Do you understand why he didn't want them to talk to whatever her name was, Vicky Nelson? <laughs> uh, Lieutenant Kershaw. Right. Which I totally knew off the top of my head. Yeah, you didn't did read from the book. No. At all. No. I was confused about that in the beginning, but then I wonder if it was because he didn't... Well, that doesn't really make any sense, but he was the one who didn't want to tell anyone that they killed the the caretaker of oh, the yeah. Sentinel. Yeah. But, I mean, he was already on death row. That wouldn't have made anything worse for him if anyone knew that, so I'm, I'm not sure. No. Maybe he was just like, okay, but Lieutenant Kershaw is going to help them, and... If she's going to help them, I want to help them too, so that I can not die. Yep. Uh, And then they get SG-3, and then they all go through the gate together as a big, happy team. Not really. Teal'c and SG-3 go go through first. Yeah. And SG-3 disappears right off the bat, (laughs) and Teal'c comes back to talk to them, and then you don't see SG-3 for the rest of the episode. Yeah. And I forgot that they were there. Yeah, Hammond eventually remembers that they're there and, and calls to ask what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little confused as to why they even included them in the episode. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's I... not like they did anything. No, I, I don't think the episode would have suffered from SG3 not being there. And it also got confusing because it was like, okay, SG3 is the team that's going through the gate with them now, and SG9 is the team that was there before, and the guy from SG9 is now joining them, but SG3 is gone, <laughs> and... Ah! Yeah. Could just be me and my numbers problem, but uh, <laughs> it was a little confusing. Yeah, and team morale is high with the two grumpy prisoners and yep. the rest of SG1. Yep. Everyone's getting along swimmingly. Yep. And Daniel says a really funny line when Kershaw says, great, I feel great about uh, having an archaeologist watch my back. And uh, Daniel holds up his, up his knife and goes, yeah, which way does the bullet go in again? <laughs> yep. Oh, that was so funny. <laughs> And then they get to the planet and they... Well, first they shoot missiles through the gate oh, yeah. to kill the Jaffa that are guarding the gate. Yep. Because that's fun. That's new. Yeah. Yeah, because they were trying out this new thing the UAV could do. Oh, yeah. With missiles. Fun times. Yeah. And then they... SG-3 are in pursuit of those Jaffa... The, the ones that survived, so that they don't report the the team's arrival. Mm. And I'm just like, you just shot missiles at them. <laughs> I mean, they're going to figure out that people have come to the planet, and they're going to figure out it's you, because who else would it be? Yep. So, yeah, SD3 wasn't even useful for that. Nope. They were just running around in the woods. And so they get to the planet, they're going to get to the sentinel and then they run into the guy from SG9 who's just sleeping yep. by the side of the road. <laughs> and I think his story is a little funny too. He was just running away from the Jafar and then he got so tired that he was going to fight it out with them and then he hid and then he fell asleep and they just walked right past him. Yep. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they split up and Jack and uh, SG9 person who is Lieutenant Grogan. Lieutenant Grogan. Yes. That's his name. Yes. Uh, they go into the city to talk to the locals and uh, the rest of SG-1 and uh, the Criminals. prisoners <laughs> go to the Sentinel to try and fix it. And Sam doesn't even try to fix it, which I am confused about. Yeah. Isn't I'm... she the scientist? Why is Daniel doing the sciencey things? Yeah. Because... She and Teal are outside guarding the little cave yeah. where the sentinel is. And Daniel and, and uh, Colonel Greaves and Lieutenant Kershaw go in to try to shut down the force field, which should be Sam's job. <laughs> it really should. I'm also like, why are they sending in Daniel, who we have established doesn't know where the bullet goes, yeah. uh, in with the prisoners, <laughs> while Sam, who is a, one, a scientist, and two, knows how to defend herself... Is outside. Yeah, I feel like a better uh, split of them would have been to send Daniel with Lieutenant Grogan into the city to talk to the locals and be a little uh, diplomatic. What? Yeah, and then have Carter try to fix, try to shut down the force field and O'Neill outside with Teal'c defending the place. Yeah. That would have made sense. It would have. Cool. Glad we established that. I'm also wondering why they needed both of them to come with. Because they wanted to. 
It's a good reason. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the drama of it all. Yeah. Well, they needed the tension between them. Are we going to tell them about the caretaker or not? Yeah. So, obviously. I have a note that just says, for people who just got taken off death row, they sure are grumpy. Yeah. I'm like, they're very antagonistic for people who want to do this job so they don't get killed. Yeah. Then I have a lot of opinions about death row, but I'm not going to get into them here. Nah. I'm just confused about their motiv- motives. Yes. I'm very curious about this this society and, and their, like, because as it is explained in the episode, they have regressed technologically, so they don't know yeah. how anything works, just yeah. as long as it does work. A, I find that very fascinating, like, how that happens. Mm-hmm. And B, I don't find it entirely believable, because this, I mean, I find it believable that our ancestors created the Sentinel, we've never had to fix it, we don't know how it works, mm-hmm. as long as it works. But the person uh, whose name is Marul... The only local we ever meet, yeah. except that woman who we see for two seconds, yeah. I don't know what her purpose was. Nope. Um, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't understand a camera. Yeah, I was so annoyed by that. That was such a like, oh, look at this stupid indigenous person yeah. reacting to a camera for the first time. Ha ha ha. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, that was... That was really annoying. And, and, and like, if they have technology, which they do, they still live in that super advanced city. Yeah. They're gonna have cameras. They are gonna have cameras. <laughs> yeah, that was a very unnecessary thing uh-huh. and i'm also like a little tired of that like oh we're so peaceful that means we're dumb yeah thing that they do a lot because mm-hmm. these people were like oh no but we have the sentinel so we're gonna be safe and it's gonna be fine we don't have to do anything and then the gold are or the jaffa at least are like in their city taking control of their streets and he's still like, no, but the Sentinel is going to protect us. It's going to be fine. We don't need to do anything. Uh-huh. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but just because the flame is burning doesn't mean, like, you can still see that there are enemies in your room right now. Yeah, they're still threatening you. you. They've probably killed someone already. Yeah. There's this thing where, like, our ancestors made sure we were safe so we could focus on... on... Uh, philosophy and and spirituality and whatever he says. Yeah. And that automatically turns them, A, into complete pacifists, Mm -hmm. apparently, and B, into idiots who don't understand what is right in front of them. Yeah. And that is not... If you've studied philosophy, you understand more than that. You, You know more than that about how things work and also like this complete lack of fear just because like they're protected by this sentinel thing Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they're not going to be scared of things if like aliens come and try to take over their planet they might get scared yeah just the thought yep i'm also annoyed a little annoyed at the all aliens seem to take like okay you're from earth therefore you represent all of earth Mm -hmm. like Maybe it's because all the planets are just like one society on the whole planet. Yeah. <laughs> so they just assume that that's what the way Earth works too. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't. This city looked very big. Mm. And when 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 Jack is trying to convince Marul, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to look up that name ever. No. Um, when Jack is trying to convince him to evacuate his people, he says, 
we can save hundreds of your people, if not all of them. Are there hundreds of people in that humongous city? Also, the city is the only place yeah. that's populated. Yeah. And this is a protected planet. They protect themselves, but like yeah. the gold haven't been here. They have no reason not to have lots of kids. Mm -hmm. There should be hundreds of thousands or millions of people. Yeah. But, you know. Maybe they can't expand beyond the limits of the city because they don't know how to build new houses. Could be. Still, the city should fit a few hundred people. A few hundred thousand yeah, people. The, yeah, it was a big city. Yeah. So that was weird. Yep. Math. Math. Yes. So, yeah, uh, Jack goes and talks to the dude, uh, along with the other dude whose name I don't remember <laughs> anymore. He's the lieutenant anyway. Yes, Grogan. Grogan. Gro Grogan. Grogan. And the rest of the team work on the singing crystals Yes. Things. Which was really cool. Yeah. It was a very impractical way of, of turning down the force field that you might need to I didn't really understand what the like what they were doing. Me neither. They were they were listening for the frequencies and extrapolating from that the code needed to shut off the, the force field. Wow. And there is a lot of, of I mean you would need both to have an ear for music mm -hmm. and do math, <laughs> which is very complicated, very cool, and very impractical if you quickly need to get to the Sentinel. Yeah. I love the part where Daniel was like, if you could just stop shooting for a few seconds, we can hear what we're doing. <laughs> yep. Um, they finally turned down the force field and uh, Lieutenant, no, what's her rank? Yeah, Lieutenant Kershaw. L Lieutenant Kershaw gets shot in the back yeah. while closing it again. She dies in the end, doesn't she? I seem to recall her eyes getting closed by someone's fingers. Maybe? It was very, like, in passing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't remember it, but I might have been distracted by cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of cat things going on uh, while we were watching this. Yeah. So if we missed something, I apologize. <laughs> so, yeah, they get in and then they have this whole reveal that they killed the caretaker and... It's a whole thing. Yeah. And Daniel very conveniently can read exactly the correct words on the, the little oh my God. pillar thing there. It's similar to a language on another planet. Yeah. So therefore, these symbols must mean the same. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And then uh, the, the colonel actually does something noble in the end. Yeah. And uh, touches a thing which turns the sentinel on. I didn't really get that part. No, I don't really understand. Especially I don't understand how he knew what to do since he refused to believe that this was even a thing up until like three seconds before he decided to do it. Yeah. But he touched it and that turned it into a weapon. And from what I understood, like used his... Because he disintegrated when yeah. he did that. Which... Does the caretaker always disintegrate when the sentinel does its thing? That's terrible. It is. And yeah. But I don't think it would need the caretaker to touch it every time it, it needs to activate. Because then the caretaker would need to deactivate that force field before doing something. And that would take a while. And then everyone would die before <laughs> the sentinel activated. Yeah. Unless the caretaker... 
has a quicker way of shutting down the force field. Mm, true. Because apparently it needed something since it didn't kill these gold. Yep. Possibly it needs the, the human mind component to understand what the enemy is, what the threat is. Mm, yeah. That's how it aims. That's a good point. Yeah. Which might also explain why Teal'c wasn't affected. Yeah, cool. I like that. Yeah. 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 And uh, then they have a debriefing, I think. They get SG3 back? <laughs> I don't know. I don't happens? know. <laughs> um, I don't actually remember exactly how it ends. I think they conclude that... Oh yeah, Teal'c says like that. that's a very powerful weapon. It would be nice to get a closer yeah. look at it. And Jack, yeah. I think, says, uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to let us do that. Yeah. Which, who can blame them? Uh-huh. And then uh, we go to credits. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. That. Yeah, that's credits. It's the text enough. <laughs> Those are the credits. Yep. So, like, um, did you have any more notes? I had one mm -hmm. that was about the flame. Yeah. Because there was a flame in <laughs> Marul's chambers um, that told him that the caretaker was still alive. Yeah. Which the caretaker wasn't, but he was wearing some sort of bracelet that was a dead man's switch that yeah. they fibbed with so that it didn't go off and the, so the flame was still there. And I'm wondering why use a flame? Yeah, that's... If you're a, like, if you're a super technologically advanced society and you've created this and you've created the, the dead man switch so that you will know if the caretaker is alive or not, which frankly, why do you only have one caretaker? Mm-hmm. What if he dies in his cave and then someone attacks and like you have to figure someone else has to go there and figure out how to do things and stuff. Either way, why do you decide to, to connect that to a flame and not something else? It's because like indicator lights are so last year. Yeah. Links are in now. Okay then. Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking like maybe so they don't have to change the light bulb, but they would need to like keep the gas or whatever that keeps the flame going supplied so yeah it, it would still need upkeep of some sort yeah probably probably unless they're so technologically advanced that their fire doesn't need fuel <laughs> maybe i just feel like a, a, a flame i mean say there's there's gas coming up from that little candle thingy mm. and that is is on fire. I mean, you can still blow that out or throw water on it and the flame will go out and... And then the caretaker will die. Yes. <laughs> That's how it works, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a little bit weird to me, but I assume it might have had something to do with, like, ceremony. But it also added a sense of, like, oh, they're so primitive with their fire yeah. indicator. It's a religious thing. It's not a technological yeah. thing. So... Yeah. They might be going for that connotation. Maybe. Which sucks. Yeah. We have now been critiquing this episode <laughs> quite a lot. Did we like it or not? I I liked parts of it. I was sort of uncomfortable with the Kersh Lieutenant Kershaw and what's his face? Uh, Colonel Greaves. Colonel Greaves uh, being on the team because I was 
waiting for them to betray them like the whole time. So I was like, oh no, it's gonna go wrong. <laughs> uh, so I was tense about that and also distracted by cats. Um, but I liked it well enough. Like, yeah. It wasn't like the best one, but yeah. it was okay. What about you? Yeah, I, I really liked the concept of it. I like the concept of most things in it. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. For the most part, I think I liked it. Mm. I'm trying to come up with like things that I did like about it to, to give a little <laughs> little nice criticism too. Yeah. Daniel was funny. Daniel was funny. <laughs> and it didn't feel like they... Okay, they skipped over Tilk pretty much. But uh, otherwise, they didn't like only focus on one character and ignore no. all the others. No. Uh, Tilk didn't get to do a lot. He got to go off with SG3. <laughs> Yeah. And then shoot things. Yeah. Um, it's what he does best. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's his lot in life. But yeah, so that was nice. Yeah. And Jack wasn't an asshole. No. E- even though he was on a diplomatic mission. He could do that without getting too snarky. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. Do we have anything more to say or should we rate it? We should rate it. Okay then. Seven. It's very decisive. Seven. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. Seven. <laughs> With a panicked seven. Yes. Um, yeah, I might go with a seven too. Consensus. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Do you know what the lo- next episode is? Uh, no. The next episode is the last episode of the season. What? Yeah. Is it a clip show episode? No, it is not. <gasps> Excellent. Yeah. Okay, that's exciting. Yeah. This episode of 21 episodes? This season, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Think so. Oh my god, it's called Meredith. Meridian. Oh. I was like, is that McKay? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe it wasn't actually the isn't actually the last one. The last Melody. No, okay, it's the second to last one, but it's the last one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Wait, cool, I know what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> You'll understand when we watch it. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Okay, that was it for this week. Uh, next week we're talking about Meridian, uh, which is season five, episode twenty-one. And uh, see, see you on, on the, the other, other side. side. But the indigenous inhabitants believe there's a. But the inhi- But the indigenous inhabitants. But the indigenous in- <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> the the hippopotamus. Yes, the hippopotamus. <laughs> but the indented. <laughs> <laughs> the indented. The in in indentured. Yes. <laughs> Was that they, that that they the the but them or get in get. <laughs> Even though he was a diplomat, the blah blah blah. The blah blah blah.